0: All right, Mr. Kyle, I hope you enjoy your stay in the United States, she said with a smile. Do you realize you're talking to one of the most powerful people in the world, he thought. I know I will, said Marcello, smiling back. The target of his assassination would be so lucky, he decided. Whoever that target was, the Mastro di Giornata, had yet to convey that information to him. He didn't have to visit the baggage carousel because he traveled light. He had one carry-on. He carried no weapons on his person. What weapons he needed, he would purchase in Los Angeles. He felt the silver crucifix that hung from a necklace around his neck. Words Jesus had said flashed through his mind. I come not to bring peace, but a sword. For his job, Marcello pictured himself on a religious crusade. He was ridding the world of scumbags. If the boss assigned him a target for assassination, it meant the victim was evil. The boss didn't pick a target for no reason. He picked only enemies of the Andragetta. The world was all about power, not morality, Marcello knew. The enemies of the Andragetta, usually the government, didn't set out to destroy the Narcos out of moral rectitude, though this was what they claimed, but because the Narcos had the most money. The government and other foes of the Endraghetta couldn't stand the idea that anyone else had more money than they had. Envious of the Endragetta, they were determined to quash it. Marcello had no qualms about killing the enemy. He had killed or maimed many. As he saw it, they deserved it. Everything was permissible in a crusade. I come not to bring peace, but a sword. He remembered the time he was walking down the street near his home in San Luca with his mother, when one of their neighbors, Luigi, the son of a postal worker, a teenager about Marcello's age at the time, had called his mother an American whore. Batona! Batona Americana! Luigi had cried after Marcello and his mother. Whore! American whore! Beaming, Luigi had strutted in the street like he owned it. Ignore him, his mother had told Marcello. Boiling with rage, he had somehow managed to control himself and did not retaliate. He ushered his mother home amid taunts thrown by the amused Luigi. Despite the onslaught of jeers that followed him down the street, Marcello had done nothing until the next day. He had gone over to Luigi's house and made friends with him, telling Luigi what a great guy he was. Luigi gloated, his vanity stroked, feeling he had made a new follower in Marcello, a cowardly syncophant he could treat as his slave from now on. Marcello had invited him to go hunting in the nearby forest with their luparas, sawn off double-barreled shotguns, Luigi, an avid hunter, had agreed. It was a clear, beautiful spring day, Marcello remembered, the birds chirping everywhere, like they were sowing the air with joy. In the forest, walking on duff under the pines, Marcello had come to a halt and rested, telling Luigi to go on ahead, that he would catch up in five minutes. Luigi had scoffed at Marcello, calling him a weakling in amused disgust, and continued without him his lupara strapped to his shoulder. Luigi had gone the better part of twenty feet before Marcella had called him to turn around. When Luigi had turned, Marcello had shot off one of Luigi's arms with his lupara. Luigi had screamed in agony, his eyes huge with fright, blood shooting from a mutilated artery dangling from his shoulder. Dropping his lupara, grimacing, he had grasped his searing wound. ''Apologize,'' Marcello had said. ''You're insane!'' cried Luigi. With the Lupara's other barrel, Marcello had blasted Luigi's head off his neck. Not completely off, the head hung by a flap of flesh on the back of his neck. Marcello had committed his first murder. He had felt no guilt, only triumph, as Luigi's body had crumpled to the ground streaming blood fountaining from his throat, drenching a dead fall beside him.